0: Hello, this is Anthony Fasano, and this is the show for engineers and technical professionals who want to succeed in both work and life. In today's episode, I'm really excited to get to talk to a longtime listener and a member of our Engineering Mastermind community, Fernando Seballos. Fernando is a civil engineer, and this is part of what I've been calling our Game-Changing Career Move series in which Fernando's going to be talking about taking ownership of your professional development through community involvement and volunteering, which has been one of the biggest game changers for him in his young career. Before we get into the main segment of our show, I would like to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for today's episode, PPI. I have some exciting news. PPI, our exclusive exam prep podcast sponsor, is giving away $100 Amazon gift cards every month to our listeners. For more information on how to qualify, make sure to listen to my announcement later on in this episode. Now I'd like to introduce our guest for today's episode, just so you get to know Fernando a little bit better before we dive into the conversation. Fernando currently works in the land development department as a civil engineer level three for Pape Dawson Engineers. Focused on the design and production of construction plans for both commercial and residential projects. He works with project managers and technicians to find ways to identify solutions for problems they may encounter in projects. Their projects range from feasibility reports to full construction drawings for apartments, schools, offices, etc. Fernando is currently the president of the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers Dallas Fort Worth Professional Chapter. He is truly passionate about his work and sharing his story with underprivileged students to find ways to overcome their obstacles to a college education. And you'll see how passionate he is in this interview. And I just want to thank Fernando because he took his lunch break to do this interview. He responded to the survey. I'm really happy that he did that. He was a little bit nervous in the beginning, but he settled in and he delivered some dynamite value here. I think you're really going to enjoy this one. To bring us into my interview here with Fernando, I want to give you a quote from the one and only Benjamin Franklin. Without continual growth and progress, such words as improvement, achievement, and success have no meaning. All right. Now it's time to jump right into the main segment of our episode. And as I mentioned earlier, this is another one of our career changing episodes, meaning that we surveyed our mailing list at the Engineering Career Coach. We asked engineers to give us one thing that's had a major impact in their career. And today's guest, Fernando Ceballos, is going to talk to us about how engaging in his community through professional associations had a major impact on his career. First of all, Fernando, welcome to the Engineering Career Coach podcast. Why don't you give our listeners a little bit of an idea of where you're at in your career right now?
1: Well, Anthony, thank you for the invitation. So I'm currently three years out of school. I graduated from Texas A&M University back in December 2013. So right now, I'm serving as the role of project engineer for the commercial side of land development, as I just transitioned over from the residential side.
0: Okay, great. And in your response to our survey, Fernando. Which you said, and I'm going to read it, volunteering in the community, both as a leader for nonprofit organizations and in the K-12 arena, explaining to youth my typical duties and responsibilities as an engineer. It has allowed me to gain confidence as a public speaker, which has translated to the office and allowed me to become a better communicator with my peers, managers, and clients. So what I want to do here is talk about both sides of this before we get into your nonprofit work, because I know you do a lot of work with the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and it sounds like you're going to be doing more regionally, which is great. But first of all, let's talk about K-12. through I think that that's something that's really special. Talk a little bit about the work you're doing in that arena.
1: I guess the work that I do is, it ranges from programs to initiatives, but from a day-to-day, I try to volunteer at a middle school or high school, sometimes at elementary school, whether it be at a science event or career day. And what we do is, you know, we go in there, I'll just share my story and I'll share what I do as an engineer. So depending on the grade levels, I'll switch it up. But one of the biggest things for me is, you know, being able to go back to the community and and share with those students, especially the areas that I go volunteer at, a lot of them don't know what an engineer is and have never heard the word. So just being able to tell them, you know, that what it is that I do as a civil engineer is really encouraging because, again, I'm able to, to encourage the youth to pursue careers that are going to impact their communities.
0: Let me ask you this question. If there's a listener out there saying, that sounds great, this is something that I want to do, how do you even do that? Like, is that through an organization? Did you reach out to schools yourself? How does that happen? Well,
1: it's a little mixture of a lot of different things. The easiest way is to get plugged in with an organization and then tell them, hey, I have an interest for wanting to give back to the community. Again, whether speaking at a school or just having a pen pal, But the other way to do it is just by, through your peers, through your network, finding different people who have either wives or girlfriends or husbands that are teachers and just letting them know of your interests and wanting to give them back to the schools. And then you just go from there. But I think the easiest way for sure is getting involved in an organization and just finding those community outreach opportunities.
0: All right, so let's transition now. As I said before, you're currently the president of the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers, Dallas Fort Worth Professional Chapter. And you just told me offline here before we started that you kind of got a promotion to the regional to oversee the region now, which is awesome. Talk to us about your involvement in SHIP and how it's impacted your career.
1: I joined SHIP back in November of 2014. So I've been part of an organization for close to three years now. And coming out of school, I had an understanding that I needed to grow as an engineer outside of the office. You know, my company has a lot of opportunities to be able to grow as an engineer, but when it comes to the soft skills, they make it very clear that if you want to excel, you have to get involved with other organizations. And, you know, SHIP has been a great avenue for that because they don't just focus on professional development, but they focus on a lot of different things. Like you mentioned, the community outreach component to it. So I guess being part of SHIR for the last three years has really given me an opportunity to grow in all different areas. Now taking on the new position as a regional vice president, it's going to give me the opportunity to look at things at the macro level versus at the micro level. Being part of a local chapter at the regional level, we're going to now start looking at different programs and initiatives that the organization can push throughout the different seven states and how we can really make an impact for communities not just at the local level, but as we continue to find new initiatives and programs. At the national level, at the regional level as well. One of the great things is it really gives me the opportunity to get experience working with nonprofits outside of work. You know, because work gives you opportunities, but it doesn't give you everything you're seeking. So it's one of those things where you have to go out to the community and get it.
0: That is a bit of a challenge for not just engineers, but everybody in today's world is. Picking your head up out of your job for a few minutes and deciding on what else you want to do that's going to give you satisfaction in your career and in your life. I know we've had some episodes talking about this flywheel theory where if you had, let's say, happiness or career happiness or satisfaction in the middle of the wheel, there's a lot of different things that you need to push to keep the wheel turning. And I think sometimes people just push the work button, so to speak, and they don't think about the relationships, the volunteering speaking, connecting with community and a lot of other important aspects of it. So it's great to hear that you do that. I want to go back to one thing that you said, Fernando, which really stuck out to me is that when you talked about working, shifting gears or not shifting gears, but now you're going to be doing some more at the regional level with your association as opposed to just at the local level. And you said you're going to get to take more of a macro view of things as opposed to a micro. And I think that statement's an important statement, and I think it's one that I think engineers in general should think about applying to their career, like we just referenced a little bit, is taking this more of a macro, more of a big picture look at your career and seeing where you want to go. What should I be doing to get there? And I think a lot of engineers are stuck in a micro view of my next project is due in two weeks. I'm going to sprint until I hit that project. And then when you hit that project, the next thing you do is you start sprinting towards the next project. So There isn't ever like that micro view, and I figured I would just ask you about that here in your career. Is there a way that you do that? Is there a way that you kind of keep track of where you're headed beyond just the next project you're working on?
1: I guess there's two different ways to answer that. One is, you know, the spiritual side of things and how I view my life and where I want it to go. And that thing that's driven by purpose, being able to balance all of the community outreach and the volunteering and the organizations and work. It makes it easier when you really align everything to your purpose and why you're doing it. You know, for me, it's wanting to change my community, change the city I live in. You know, being a civil engineer, it really gives me the opportunity to do that. But in regards to the technical side of things, it's keeping the macro versus the micro at work, right?
0: Yeah, so what you just said was good around balance and then I guess... I think maybe what you were just going to get into was talking about work and like how to balance it or how to you had a project workload or a technical workload.
1: And I guess on the technical side, you know, going back to work, what really helps me is finding mentors within the company, you know, having those discussions, those kind of discussions with your managers, your VPs, and having a conversation with them as to how they did it has ever progressed in their career. For me, it's one of those things where having those professional goals, whether it be one year five years, 10 years, really helps me get a better understanding for I have to just put my head down for this week and the following week. I have to do, you know, there's other tasks. But at the end of the day, all of these different steps that I'm taking are going to get me to the end go because it's really easy to forget and get lost in the shuffle of things when you're just going from one project to the next.
0: And I just want to say that it's, I've always made a case that engineers like you do exist. <laughs> and I say that because The whole idea of balancing these different aspects of your career, like the community portion, the K through 12 stuff you're doing, the project work, finding a mentor, continually advancing your career. It's a lot to do. It's a lot of buckets to fill all at the same time. And just what I've seen in in coaching hundreds of engineers is that the default goes back to the technical projects, the workload, getting that stuff done, getting kind of often getting buried under those things. And not being able to focus so much on these other things. I think the ability to do that, what you're doing is very difficult. But the fact that you're doing it is proof that it's possible because it sounds like you're doing well in all of these different areas. I think that that's great. I'm a believer that if you did none of the stuff that you were doing outside of work and you just did all your work stuff, it doesn't necessarily that you would be advancing faster. Because oftentimes these other things, like you said, they give you more engagement, they make you happier, and that could reflect an even better technical output, even though maybe it's less hours of technical output. I think if you're listening out there, one of the messages that I'm hoping you take away from this episode is the idea of engaging in your community, engaging with youth about what you do, can be extremely rewarding and can make you happier in your career overall. And it's not just about, sprint to the project finish line, it's really about more than that. And one of the other things, Fernando, that maybe you could speak to, because I know that this is a big aspect of professional associations, is I'm sure that you've made a lot of great relationships locally through your work with SHIP.
1: Yes, most definitely. It's one of those things where you're limited sometimes with how many events and how many happy hours you can go to. But when you're involved in an organization, you know, it really gives you a lot of exposure, whether it be because your face is on a website or your name carries some weight with an organization, you become that person. I know previous episodes, you've talked about developing a niche. And I think in being part of this organization, it really gives you the opportunity to develop that niche. But one of those things is personal branding and being part of that organization. You know, your personal brand now corresponds to, Fernando being the STEM outreach or Fernando being the representative organization. But that network just grows from there because when people start having conversations with others, they start going back to you and saying, well, this person does this and that person does that. And that's how your network just exponentially grows.
0: That's another big part. And the reason I'm asking Fernando about that is because you remember that the point of this episode originally stemmed from Fernando saying that one of the biggest impacts in his career to date has been his work in the community. And if you think about it, I mean, Fernando's been out only for three years. Sort of pinpoint something like that just in a short period of time, to me, tells me that it's very meaningful to him, the community work. And it definitely, from listening to him, he's very passionate about it. It really has a great impact on him personally and his feelings and the way that he works and and what carries through him. So we talk about all the time getting involved in the community, but I really wanted to highlight this because it's something that, again, gets pushed to the back burner all the time. And you got to remember the benefits of it. To do something and get benefits from something, you have to do it consistently. And when you do something consistently, it's going to pay off. So Fernando, what lies ahead for you? What are some of the things that you're working towards? What are some goals that you have, whether it's on the career side, the technical side, or the community side? Can you share with us a couple things?
1: Well, yeah, I guess on the professional side, my goal is to you know be a manager in the next couple of years. I'm currently working on my PE exam, trying to get my license. And once that gets sorted out, the next step would be taking from a project engineer role to a manager role. So I'm excited for that. And then in regards to my involvement with the organizations, I'll be the regional vice president for the next two years. So, you know, looking short on my the intent of that, or, that role is to be able to engage more people and grow our membership through the organization, but just continue to impact our communities. It's one of those things where it's difficult to gather metrics and have actionable goals, but the goal here is just continue to impact and just create more awareness with the organization and just create more awareness for the opportunities that students have for STEM.
0: That's wonderful, Fernando. Are there any, I guess, closing comments or advice that you would give to our listeners that are interested in getting more engaged in their community? How do they start or what are some things they can do to first steps they can take?
1: I guess a little story that I want to share is I was told by someone that I kind of needed to put my head down and just focus on my professional side of things and my technical things, or my technical expertise. And the thing is, I have no ambitions to becoming a technical expert. And I wanna get involved with the community and be able to share my story. But the thing is, we only have certain windows, especially for the young engineers coming out of school. And one thing you need to understand is if you wanna give back to the community and go and speak, especially in K through 12, you have a short window in your 20s where you can go and engage with these students and still be able to have a relationship with them and have some common grounds. Because once you get into your 30s and 40s, yes, you can still make an impact, but the amount of impact you're going to make when you're that age is going to be a lot more difficult because, again, there's going to be that disconnect between you and and your audience. But if you want to get involved in organizations, it's as simple as a Google search. Just look for something that you're interested in, whether it be your profession or just getting involved in the community, but go out there and, and do it and be consistent with it.
0: That's great. And one last question, Fernando, how do you pitch something like this to your company or how would an engineer go about pitching it to the company as far as being a little bit lenient with letting them get involved? I mean, is that something you have experience with or was your company just super supportive?
1: I'm fortunate that my company is extremely supportive, but in the beginning, I guess a pitch that we share with other members is, you know, it's a win-win. You go and you become a better speaker, you go and you get these professional development workshops. But in return, don't just keep it to yourself. Yes, you can share with others, but let your company know that you're willing to give lunch and learn. So you're giving, you're willing to teach others on how to become better speaker, better manager. Again, share that with your company and they're more than happy to be able to do that because it's either you're developing as a leader and you share with your company or they have to go out and outsource this and bring an expert to give the presentations.
0: I think most engineers that get involved in professional associations that I speak to, for the most part, get involved for the reasons that Fernando is getting involved, meaning community engagement, giving back, building relationships, being generally happier overall in your community and the work that you do. But when you pitch it to your company, you're not going to use those items as a reason to do it. You're going to think about more of what the benefits that they're going to get out of it. Like Fernando said, it's a win-win. So they're going to be developing a better manager, a better speaker, someone that could represent them, someone that can speak in front of clients, prospective clients. You have to just remember like anything in life, any kind of sales, when you're trying to sell something, you have to remember what the benefits are to the person that's buying it, right? Or that has to support it. And I think that that's an important distinction. I don't want you to think that I'm telling you to join an association just to become a better speaker. I think that's a benefit that'll come out of it. I think the real reason is that Fernando's speaking on, which is that engagement and that the relationship building and feelings associated with it. So Fernando, thank you so much for taking some time here. I know you're on your lunch break and you're a hardworking engineer and we appreciate the time. And I really think our listeners are going to get a lot out of this and it's going to help them take that first step to get involved with their community. And and
1: for that, we're really grateful. Thank you, Anthony, for having me. And thank you for the opportunity.
0: All right, now it's time for the Take Action Today segment of the show. And today I'm going to challenge you to do something. I'm going to challenge you to build a flywheel. And that goes way back to one of our older episodes that I'll reference in a moment. And it's building a flywheel around something that you may not think I would challenge you on. But before I do that, I want to take a moment to recognize our sponsor for this episode, PPI. If you're preparing for the civil PE exam, you probably know that the Civil Engineering Reference Manual by Michael Lindenberg is the book to use. Michael Lindenberg is actually the founder and president of PPI, the leader in FE and PE exam prep. PPI has new prep courses available for the civil PE exam that offer complete coverage of not only the morning breath exam, but also your choice of afternoon depth exams. The course presents over 60 hours of new content and walks you through tons of exam-like practice problems. When you enroll in the live online prep course, PPI also includes on-demand lectures for free so you can start studying while you wait for the course to begin. Through October 2017, PPI will be choosing two of our podcast listeners per month to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you enroll in this course. To enter the raffle, visit www.ppitopass.com forward slash civil prep. Again, that's www.ppi, the number two, pass forward slash civil prep. From there, you'll need to choose your course and checkout. On the checkout page, enter the promo code prep and then complete your enrollment. Again, you need to enter the promo code PREP before completing your enrollment to qualify for the gift card. You'll be notified on the first of the month if you win the $100 gift card. I use PPI for my PE exam prep, so I feel confident in recommending that you check out this prep course. Plus, you could win $100. Good luck. Way back in November of 2015, which is crazy because it just means we've been doing this podcast for so long. We had, it was episode number 86, called Building Your Engineering Career Flywheel with two engineering executives. We had Will Schneer on, who was just, had been a dynamite guest, and he also had with him one of his fellow executives, Russell Yeager, both PEs, both very successful, and they taught us how to build flywheels, how they use flywheels to have built one of the fastest growing engineering companies in the country, and how Jeff Bezos of Amazon used the flywheel. A sketch on a napkin to build Amazon. If Amazon was built with a flywheel, anything I think can be built with a flywheel. It was a simple flywheel as well for Amazon. You could probably Google it and find it. So, what I want to challenge you to build a flywheel around based on Fernando's chat with us today is happiness. And if you don't remember or you don't want to go back and listen to episode 86 again, you don't remember the concept of a flywheel. The concept of a flywheel, and I'm looking at three of them on my bulletin board in my office, is you put your goal in the middle of the flywheel, and then you draw around it all of the contributing factors and how they're connected and how they'll contribute to the middle goal. So for example, happiness would go in the middle. And what would you need in order to be happy? Did you need to make a certain amount of money, potentially? Would you need to be a certain position in your firm? which you need to work in a certain location. So I think it's important because you want to use flywheels where you can because they're easy, but you want to use them for personal things sometimes, right? Not just for professional things, which is what Fernando was really touching on. He was touching about happiness and engagement that can come from being involved in the community. I've drawn a flywheel for myself in the past for just life in general. I had in the middle a balanced life and around it, I had to play and create I had philosophy and spirituality. I had habits and behaviors, family, learning, reading, writing, social interaction, finances, diet, nutrition, sleep, physical activity, right? So these are things if I try to engage in all of these things, I feel like I'm going to have a balanced life. And so I want you to do this for happiness so that, listen, it's great to work and to make money and to maybe become a partner and an owner in your own engineering firm or just to be a successful engineer, an expert in your field, as long as it makes you happy. If it doesn't, then what's the point of doing it? So get out your napkin or a piece of paper, or if you're feeling really audacious, maybe your Photoshop or Microsoft Word, and do a flywheel around happiness. If you want to share with me, I'd love to see it. And maybe I'll, if you're comfortable with it, I'll talk about them on an upcoming episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I'd love to hear your feedback, comments, and or questions. Go to engineeringcareercoach.com. Forward slash Fernando. That's F E R N A N D O, all lowercase Fernando. There you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. You can leave a question in the comments section or visit the Ask Us tab on the website. We monitor all comments and will respond if you leave us one. Until next time, please continue to engineer.